listen to the podcast, Life and Advice from Inside CDS. It's your source of business and accounting news, leadership advice, and actionable takeaways that you can implement in your own life and business. Now, here's our guest, CPA and Director of Business Advisory Services, Bill Fenske, along with today's host, Director of Marketing of CDS, Gene Giselius. In this podcast, Bill will share some highlights on virtual CFO. Welcome, Bill. The concept of virtual CFO is really an exciting concept that CDS has developed. My first question is really, what is virtual CFO services? Can you explain it to us? Sure, and and you're absolutely right. It is a very exciting uh, concept that we have been working on to bring out to our clients and new clients. Uh, a virtual CFO is an effective way for a business or businesses to obtain senior or executive level financial leadership without the commitment and without the cost of a full-time CFO. This service CDS offers partners you with a remote and or an on-site team who will work with you to help guide your business to success. With this, you get a dedicated CFO as well as a behind-the-scenes full-service accounting and tax team. But once again, you know, the, uh, the neat thing about it is you really only pay for what you need. The, the, a CFO definitely has specialized expertise. And it's not unusual for smaller businesses to lack the means to hire a CFO. Uh, the cost of hiring a full-time CFO can range from 150000 to well over 400000 a year, plus vacation benefits, bonuses, so forth and so on. So the cost is is and can be very significant. The virtual CFO, as I mentioned, is an effective and beneficial option for new businesses, for growing businesses, and even for smaller businesses. You know, so it's not a matter of it's only for a certain size. It's pretty much for uh, any size organization that needs specialized financial help. Uh, Another area, expanding small businesses frequently approach an inner critical point where they require a CFO. They're, they're, they grow, they become more complex, they have new strategies, and requiring a CFO is critical. And it really, this service can really act as a springboard before having to make some major choices. Great. So you've talked about, you know, some of the benefits are becoming coming to that point with that inner critical point. But why should businesses consider virtual CFO? Well, there's there's about a half a dozen points to be made with that. One is you have full access to uh, financial expertise. I mentioned before you only pay for what you need. A uh, company can grow in terms of size and scale. As, as they grow, that executive financial leadership and advice is necessary. You get continuity of services. We talk about this all the time is because we approach and offer these services as a team, the continuity is always there. Uh, the virtual CFO uh, includes a distinct point of contact and really becomes part of your executive team. That's what's critical. This is not just a, an arm's length transaction with getting some buying some expertise, they become part of the team. One of the things that we we offer is a proven return on investment of one to two x of the cost. And I think one of the things that I learned as a CFO for my thirty plus years is CEOs and owners are looking for people to challenge them, 
and to offer new ideas, new perspectives, and new viewpoints. Wonderful. So can you just give some examples of those high-level or, or those executive financial services um, that you were talking about that would, would be assisted on? Sure. There, there's really two broad categories. The first category is finance and accounting leadership, and the second one is transactional guidance. Let me talk about the first one a little bit. So the finance and accounting leadership, this gets into the financial analysis that provides hands-on and practical and what I like to use the word operational recommendations uh, that includes company-wide key performance indicators or KPIs. Financial statement preparation and or review is part of that. Then one of the things that I think is really critical that uh, we're seeing a lot of companies are asking us for is financial and cash forecasting. They're looking for uh, help with what does our future look like. And then the last thing uh, is balance sheet and cash flow management. Balance sheet management is critical for organizations that have tens of millions of dollars in assets. And how to manage those assets and manage the balance sheet is critical. So that all kind of fits into the category of finance and accounting leadership. The second category is transactional guidance. And this could be for mergers and acquisitions, partner shareholder buy-in or buy-outs, long-term debt structuring, capital expenditure analysis, and then banking and debt relationships. Well, great. So you've shared with us some reasons why businesses should consider virtual CFO. Can you go into a little more detail? Tell us how does virtual CFO actually work? Well, you know, it's more than ever right now. Startups and businesses are looking for ways to run lean. You know, we we had a great opportunity with the pandemic to review how do we run, how do we operate our business differently. Uh, and I think the virtual CFO fits well in there of how can we run or uh, make, find ways to run leaner. The virtual CFO offers the services of a CFO, but it does with a blend of on-site and remote services, and usually on a part-time basis. And so we're you know it, it's back to you pay for what you need. You don't pay you don't pay for forty hours of work when maybe you only have twenty just as an example. The, the service allows a business to fill a gap until they've grown to the point where they should have a full-time CFO, where they have the needs you know, mm-hmm. uh, for a, a full-time service that helps with uh, the uh, management and operation, operating of the business. You know, ideally, a business can purchase an estimated number of hours, but we can also contract um, uh, for an hourly rate. What I'm saying is that, you know, there's two practical ways of doing this. You can, you can buy the service by the week or you can just pay for it by the hour. We, we recommend by the week because um, it's a matter of um, business will feel more inclined of, well, let me just call Bill and talk to him about this because it's like we, we've already bought that service. And, and so I think that's an important part of uh, how – how does it work in terms of uh, buying, really buying a contract for a certain amount of time? Uh, weekly meetings are scheduled. Uh, that's a critical part, as I mentioned. The virtual CFO is part of the team. They're, they're one of the executives. They're part of the, uh, the operating team that you would regularly schedule them into your weekly meetings. 
Now, there is a um, onboarding process, and that uh, includes, uh, um, you know, six to eight weeks of dedicated time for that virtual CFO to familiarize themselves with your company and with your financial and operating procedures. I think there's about uh, three or four real critical points, again, about what does the CFO or how does it work. It's identifying those key metrics, interpreting results, managing the budget or forecast process, cash management and planning. And the last one is really assisting with the development of your strategic plan. Wonderful. Well, you said that the onboarding process takes about six to eight weeks. Um, can you just go into a little more detail? What is that onboarding process? How does that look? Yeah, it, it's the, the virtual onboarding process, and, the, and it can be virtual or it can be on-site. Um, you know, I think it really just depends on what the need of the, of, of the company is. And, you know, we have resources that are, are willing to come to your company and spend time there, spend, you know, dedicated time there. But it's about six to eight weeks of getting that CFO in place Having the CFO understand the processes, because there's always going to be new processes, mm-hmm. uh, understand and get a feel for the strengths of your staff, um, and, and getting the time to familiarize themselves with the company's financial and the operational procedures. The, the dedicated CFO uh, will uh, provide you communication uh, and it really oversees the whole process. So, you know, we mentioned earlier on that it includes maybe an accounting team. Uh, you could have some special work for that accounting team, a special project. It includes tax work. But this dedicated CFO is really the the, the person that you contact. It's, it's, it's just, it's essentially the same as if you had a CFO on, on site is for any accounting and tax question that uh, my bosses have asked me over the years is, well, I, uh, you know, I may not know them, but I go back to the team and I can, I find that mm-hmm. out and then I interpret it. You know, I think that's a big part of what that CFO does in terms of communication. But the weekly meetings with the executive and finance team uh, is, is customary and it's what I would, uh, would argue critical for the process. So some of these Activities during this uh, six to eight weeks can include goal setting, starting with understanding what are some short-term goals. Maybe there's a problem. Maybe there's something of uh, we can't get something to work or, you know, we can't get our cash to balance, whatever. I'm just making up some things like that that would might be common. And so we might have some short-term goals. And then when we get into some of our stuff, like, say, balance sheet management, those are longer-term goals. So goal setting is critical. They, they will help you determine the information you need to hit your milestones and the means of how do you achieve them. Now, these information requirements in turn require uh, to the virtual CFO to inform the team uh, to uh, identify the technology and the processes needed to uh, generate these goals and the means to how to achieve them. Report design is 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 something that's uh, I always find a little bit interesting. I'll just use that term, <laughs> in the sense of when I talk with clients and talk with CEOs, there's always something they're not getting. There's always a report 
or information they're not getting. And so bringing on that CFO who's really not wedded to any of the old processes mm-hmm. and can ask the tough questions of, well, why are we running this report? And is there another report to run? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that designing of the reports, uh, it, it can be very valuable in terms of the onboarding process. The reports can include visual, more uh, picture-type reports uh, versus financial reports. Uh, I had a, um, when I was uh, in a prior position, uh, I had a, a dentist who was uh, on our board, and he always said, Bill, I need to see pictures. And that just really mm-hmm. helped to identify that, yeah. yeah, there's different means of learning. And I think having uh, that virtual CFO that can that can produce multiple types of uh, visuals, whether it's a picture, you mean in terms of a graph or whatever, or it's just the raw financial statements, uh, I think is really important with that. And, uh, and then the real key that uh, during that onboarding is identifying those key metrics. Uh, the key metrics that we need in order to uh, for owners to operationalize and then to make changes. Uh, that's always critical because, you know, you can run all these reports and have all this data, and if nobody knows what they mean, the, all they do is look nice. Uh, we have to find something that we can, we can implement, we can do something with, and the, uh, ideally a report design that will include some of these metrics is critical. And then the last part of um, a, a common activity that I'll share now is uh, you know, building and enhancing the financial processes. Of I always um, uh, shared, and for those that are listening uh, that may have, uh, well, I'd worked with previously, I would always ask you one question. I said, uh, and uh, you know, there's there's one wrong answer to this question, and the question is, why are we doing it this way? And the wrong answer is. Well, that's the way we've always done it. And we need, you know, oftentimes we need to ask that question of, well, why are we doing it? And, you know, and I tell people, if you don't know, that's a lot better the answer than saying, well, that's the way we've always done it. Because that gives us the opportunity to learn and to modify or adjust. And, you know, and sometimes it's a matter of, well, if we're not using that report, why are we running? Let's get rid of it. And that's kind of getting rid of the waste, uh, which gets back into the lean process of why um, lean uh, thinking is so critical in today's world. So these are some activities that uh, can be accomplished during this six to eight week, this uh, two month, two, maybe even three month process of getting that virtual CFO on board. Great. You're really developing that roadmap so that identifying those key metrics and mapping out how you're going to monitor and improve those then. Absolutely. So at CDS, I assume that you have several virtual CFO team members. So how have you put together your team over at CDS? Yeah, we we do have a team uh, and the team is really consisted of uh, what I would say seasoned or uh, uh, experienced uh, financial experts. Uh, they would include uh, Brett Amit. They would include Dave Corneal, uh, Justin McGraw, uh, and Jim Rudnick, uh, as well as myself. Uh, and we've been working together to develop what we should be thinking about and how do we, uh, in, in essence, what I, in 
others will hear me. How do we think like a client? And that is uh, that's critical because we have to you know, we have to put a different hat on when we're visiting with our clients when we're talking about how do we help them operate uh, operate and run their business. And we have to think like a client. And you know, a good example I'll I'll show share is that um, uh, we have a client who is a long long established client and. We were talking one day, and he, and we brought up uh, uh, about making decisions, and and he said, you know what, uh, what frustrates me is, you know, I get maybe fifteen or twenty percent of the information, and then I have to make a decision, and that's what's really critical because that's about all you get when you're uh, a private business is, you get a snippet of information, and then you got to pull the trigger and, and make it. And there's going to be times you're going to make the wrong decision, and then you just adjust. Well, that's the kind of approach that you know these these seasoned and experienced experts have. Of okay, we understand that we're not going to get to 90% of the information. We're only going to have 20%, but we still have to make a decision. Uh, and you just use your experiences and your knowledge and your judgment to try to figure out. Uh, what should we do, and then how do we adjust uh, as we go? So we have a team of experts that are ready to really be part of that virtual CFO team. Wonderful. So do you have any other parting thoughts, Bill, on virtual CFO services? Yeah, it's really a matter of um, if if you're a growing business um, that needs professional and executive-level financial advice or leadership and you just may not have the means to pay for that. You're, you, you may have a project, um, but you just can't really, or it's not appropriate to, to hire a full-time CFO or controller. The CDS virtual CFO services are a perfect fit. Uh, CDS uh, will customize the services. There's a couple of clients right now that are part of our virtual CFO, and they're very different engagements. Uh, they, they, we're customizing them to fit what our clients needs, and so we can uh, customize these services. It's not a cookie cutter. It's a very adaptable type of service that we offer to meet uh, your needs and your fin- uh, business and financial needs. And so I would say, you know, please, uh, if you have questions about it, please feel free to give us a call. And uh, I would say it's a, it's, a, it's a no obligation discussion. Let's just talk about it. And that is how um, we're developing our clients is that people are calling and say, hey, I, I need some help. And oftentimes they're not exactly sure what it is. And until we just go and discuss with them, and then they say, "Yeah, let's 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 keep this moving forward." So, I think there's a lot of things that we can provide for our clients and businesses in this realm. Well, wonderful! Thank you so much, Bill, for sharing your expertise, and um, look forward to hearing more about this in the future. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of Life and Advice from Inside CDS. We hope you gained some valuable insights on virtual CFO and how businesses are using this service. The podcast is brought to you by the CPAs and trusted advisors inside the accounting firm of CDS.